Hi, everyone, and welcome to Shortcomings, a Sex in the City podcast where we dive into every single episode of Sex in the City, the two movies, and of course, and just like that, I'm your host, Samantha Bush, and obviously, Chris Lewis is here. Hi, how are Hi. you? <laughs> Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm all right. I'm a little tired, very full. Got a glass yeah. of wine going. We're recording at 4 p.m. instead of 11 a.m. Yeah. Or do I, we record at 10 a.m.? We record at 11. That's a little too late for me. We got to get it, that bumped we back We got to get that earlier. Because 11 uh, is still, yeah, it's pretty late. 11, I mean, although no, because we typically record on Fridays. That's why it works for me. I'm like, mm. how can I possibly be making that work with a full-time job? Yeah, no. Yeah, I'm doing um, it on that day where I'm barely I feel it. like you and I get kind of weird at night. Um, Freaks come out. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, will I progressively be getting drunk throughout this podcast? Yeah. We needed this episode. And so, you know, we're bidding adieu to Aiden. I'm bidding adieu to my sobriety. <laughs> and we're just going to, like, see what happens. I mean, yeah. it is really late. I've got to roll right from this recording into a dinner. And then I've got to pack, wake up early and go to New York. So I know I'm going to Chicago this weekend. We're just traveling girlies. I'm going to lose my mind. I can't wait. Are you going to take that ass? No, I'm mostly just going <gasps> to sit in a Broadway theater and then go have some Chris. dinner resis. Chris, what? I have so many requests for people for when you come visit me or when we spend time together in the summer of getting pictures of you in shorts. Well, you that's know, there's disgusting. some kinks out there. Yeah, like can they chill? You should start an OnlyFans just for legs. No, I'm good. My legs are only for the people in my immediate like people IRL. Yeah, like if you want to find me and see them, that's find up to me. you. But, but I'm Hunter, not giving it to you for free. Yeah, as Hunter Harris says, don't put feet on Maine. I'm not putting my legs on Maine without mm-hmm. being paid. Not for free. Not for so free. So I guess that's what you're saying is start an OnlyFans, then it won't be free. That's literally what I said. <laughs> but I'm not going to do it. I think that's too weird. You think? Lars is making a killing and rubbing those toes. I would honestly feel more comfortable showing, like, my nethers than my just my legs. What? I just feel like that would be more normal, at least. But when I tell you, you have the best legs. Well, you haven't seen the other thing, you know. It's Chris! It's not nothing. <laughs> my God. <laughs> Jesus. The other day, you were like, you really share a lot of this podcast. You share a lot more than I do. Yeah, but when you share, like to be very clear, it's a lot. I, I so I last weekend or two weekends ago went to visit one of my dearest college friends and his wife, <laughs> who I don't know really well, and in fact, before this, had only met her at their wedding, um, which was right before the pandemic. But I mm-hmm. love her, and she's really great. And she was telling me about a friend of hers, and I said, "I have to stop you." When was she born? And she said, early December. And I said, great, she's a Sagittarius. You're wanting more from her than she's going to be capable of giving. Mm. She was like, oh, you know, like, I feel like I share a lot and she really doesn't. And without a beat, my friend chimed in and said, honestly, I could not tell you much about Chris and I love him dearly. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not going to get a lot from me. No, but the things we do get. Are things we, that don't matter to me. But we are, we're hanging on to those things. Yeah, but I'm like, in terms of personal details about my actual life, I don't yeah, think a lot I of people know what you. I'm up to. I know nothing. Yeah, it's like... I know in, nothing about, like, your past or, like... Mm-hmm. I'm not getting those I'm things. not an oversharer. No, 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 no. You're... No, you're not. I'm I an just asker. vomit. 
information. Yeah, I'm happy to chat and tell people. And I'll tell you about like my emotional life and a day-to-day basis and every blade of grass, but yeah. nothing about my past, no, my no, no. feelings about things. You either were there for that or you weren't. You either missed it or <laughs> or like how I feel about my future. It's like you, I only live in the moment. Yeah, we're Sag- it, I I think of myself as a Sagittarius. You're not because I have because I have so much Sag in my chart. That's my true, moon, my that. rising, and my Venus. Like are I know, but Sag. a lot of people try to come for like being a Sagittarius, and it's like you know, not everyone has this chaotic energy. No, but I, I do have some of it for sure. It's like um, what it's someone said that the ideal quote for a Sagittarius is like, she may be messy as hell, but she sure is fun. Yeah. Then if that doesn't That's sum you. me up to a T, to a T. But then I've got like Scorpio in there, just like leading to a lot Sprinkle. of anger. And then Virgo. Well, no, not Virgo. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. I do not yeah, have any Virgo not. in me. <laughs> I don't either. I Although don't I, I am pretty hardworking. Yeah, but I mean. But to- that could be the Taurus. Are you a Capricorn? Also. No, I'm a, I have the Taurus of just like spending money and being decadent. Oh yeah, just I gotta, I gotta get a, I gotta get my eyes on my own chart again. See what's going on. Just through the stars. Although this year, oof, guys, what the fuck's going on in twenty twenty three? I don't know. It's sixty five degrees outside. It's sixty five degrees open. outside. A train is derailed in Ohio, and like yeah. just smog, smog. is a, water can't breathe. Is being, balloon. The airspace above UFOs was closed. <laughs> Aliens, like. I, no, look, I don't, I'm not even honestly saying, like, the alien thing. I'm truly saying there are unidentified flying objects just right. apparently everywhere. Everywhere. I Like I was saying, the airspace above Michigan was closed for, like, a few hours because there was one of those goddamn balloons flying over Lake Huron. It's just like, what's what happening? What the fuck is happening? And I feel like no one's answering our questions. The vibes are off in 2023. Off. I feel like something else. Oh, Beyonce did win that Grammy. Things are amiss. A miss. And I want to know, like, where did it start to go wrong? You know? Trump. 2016. No, but I mean this oh. year specifically. Oh, okay. It's like, I yeah, no, what? I know that. November, no. I believe it was 7th, 2015. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was no. either November, I believe November 6th, perhaps. It was November 6th. November 6th, 2015. Mm-hmm. The world shifted. We've and we haven't been, been right home. since. Fighting We've for had, lives. like, three releases on the valve. and. <sighs> Other than that, it's just like that time Moonlight well, won the Oscar and then like a bright spot. That might have been the only release on the Valve of Happiness I felt in the last six years. Wow. I know. You bring it up a lot. <laughs> Other than that, it's like has one good thing happened to me? I really can't think of anything. Um I do like, want to talk to this you. Podcast. Yeah. It's like sometimes this podcast, I mean, it'll give with one hand and then <laughs> slap you across the fucking face. I do want to talk to you um, because it was just recently the Super Bowl. Right. But by the time this come out, that will be two weeks ago. Oh, my God. Sure. You're right. You're ignoring me. <laughs> no, no. We could talk about it. No, I, I mean, watch I watched the game. I have to tell you, um, I was fighting for my life uh, during that during that performance because what the performance? way I, the Super Brianna, Bowl? Oh, <laughs> the way I was yelling at people to shut the fuck up because I was like the moment who was talking to Everyone. Oh, the you moment, were in a big group. Yeah, everyone was around. We were at a Super Bowl party. Ugh. She gets on the TV and everyone's like, is she pregnant? And like everyone starts talking about it. Everyone's talking about it. 
I went fucking crazy. And I was like, how dare you question this woman's body? She just had a baby. Like, I literally thought she'd had a baby two months ago. I okay, but here's turned the thing. out to she be wrong. She was so clearly pregnant. Like, I didn't really understand you know what, Chris, the discourse behind it. To me, I it. thought she just had a baby. So I thought she just had, it was May of last year. I, I thought it was like, like November. almost a year old. I didn't realize that. <laughs> just saw him today on British Vogue. I think he's a cover child. I think he's, he on, the, cover I think he's on the cover of British Vogue. He's a cover Vogue. boy. Yeah. He is. Um, so I felt so stupid when she rubbed her belly and then everyone like kind of was like I mean, and I course, didn't know these people I mean of course everyone's body is like their own and body mm-hmm. types change and bodies change and I think some would look at me and be like yeah he's about three four months yeah um, <laughs> especially child. today after the tasting I've been at I need to put on a flowy blouse before mm-hmm. I enter these streets a again yeah um but I don't know. I thought she was so clearly pregnant. I, you know, hmm. by the time this comes out, I think this will be okay to say. Okay. I think we can all agree that it was a like it was a perfectly okay performance. But it wasn't. And by the way, this isn't because she is pregnant. I'm not no. saying that. I am saying this because Rihanna isn't a great live performer. Like she's not. She's Beyonce. also been out of the game she's for not, a while. But even if you go back, right? Like Rihanna has never been. Beyonce. A dance girl. She's not Bruno Mars. No. She's not Lady Gaga, who can't really dance, but at least will wear something crazy, jump off something. We'll do some stunts. Yeah, a stunt queen. I just think like Rihanna's vibes. Yeah, I I just was a little defensive just because I've seen some discourse, and it's mostly from men being the worst and well, talking about her pregnancy and stuff. And I'm like. Yeah, I don't think the pre- I don't like when people are like, oh, it's because she's pregnant that the it's like, no, that is just who Rihanna is as a performer. She's attitude. She's swagger. She's not going to give you a big show. Mm-hmm. Um, she's just not. It's not her personality. It's not her that's vibe. not who she is. I mean, no, having no, said no. that, I haven't been able to stop listening to her music. I think she's one of the best Same. studio artists, which is, she I think, is- why we all hate the fact that she won't release R9. She's had hit after fucking hit. Like, she could have kept going. She really could have. No, absolutely. But I just think she is, Um, she just has such a definitive way of expressing herself. Mm. You all, like, one of the reasons I think we're all um so obsessed with that interpreter. Oh, yeah. Is because that is what Rihanna inspires. She makes mm-hmm. you want to, like, feel a- like you have that swagger. You're like a bad bitch. But none of us are no 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 i like think i am in my mind and then i get a i get a quick glance at what's really happening and i i i'm humbled i'm not like a boss bitch i'd say like i'm a boss broad just like an elderly lady like (laughs) i know how to run this show come on kids you are a boss broad for sure i don't have boss bitch energy i have bitch energy yeah not not boss i'm a boss broad just like let's go yeah. I said, get the fuck over here. Everybody in line. Yeah, you are a boss broad. Um, so I don't know. But those are my thoughts on the Super Bowl overall. Okay. Shout out to whichever one of those Kelsey brothers or whatever the fuck their names are won. Travis, he won. Uh, and that's the one who looks like that character from Claws. <laughs> that Nisi Nash show. It's a what? He gives Chet Hanks energy. <laughs> oh, but with none of the charm. With not not a sparkle or twinkle in that man's eye. And I say this, by the way, having only seen this man speak on a errant episode of Watch What Happens Live from like eight years ago. With him and Ramona? Mm-hmm. When he was one promoting of, Catching Kelsey? 
didn't know he had a show. Yeah, it was a dating show. I don't even know that I watched the whole episode. I've just seen a few YouTube clips. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but he's got none of the charisma, star quality, mm. sheer sexual energy of Chester Marlon Hanks. <laughs> my ideal yeah. shortcomings co-host. Uh, oh my god, I he would have some thoughts on these girls. There's not a chance in hell this man doesn't have strong opinions on one Aiden Shaw. And you know that he definitely thinks he's a Samantha. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, Chester. Oh, Chester. I got to rewatch that vid- uh, that episode of him in Z-Way. You know it's I dropped in on it bi-weekly at like yeah, 4 a.m. one of the best. I love if him not. so much. Oh, and you know who else I love? He's going on tour this summer. Who? Mr. Pooth. Oh, my God. I'm so sick of him. <laughs> You've just stopped even replying to what I sent you photos of I know. Because I'm like, you're not going to stop. No, because I just need you to know. Like, I love him so much. Mr. Pooh? Mr. Pooh. Shorties, do you guys, is anyone else into him? Or is, are there any Pooths out there? Is that what his it, Pooth heads? Poothies? <laughs> Poothettes. Poothettes. Shorties, if you are into one Mr. Pooth, he I, I, I started, I'm now texting with him. Do you Now, that's one of the weirdest things those celebrities will do. Like, what text are you me. talking about? You know what celebrities are like, oh, enter my text chat and for discount codes to my concert. Oh, you're in one of those? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know how it happened, but all of a sudden, Chris. like in a fever dream, it was like, hey, it's Charlie. What's up? Oh, my God. Blows an access code for early tickets to the Charlie experience. And I was like, what's happening? I've crossed the line. And you clicked on it and you're going. Oh, I'm not, I have not bought tickets yet. And I don't oh. think I'll be going. I'm banned from spending any more money and for the first quarter of the year because of how much I spent on Broadway tickets. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are you ready to get into this episode? <laughs> not particularly. Is there anything it's going on? It's a tough on? one. Is there anything going on in the Unjust Like That cinematic universe? I didn't They've see been much. quiet this week. Thank God after yeah. fucking, I'm sure by the way, by for, we're recording a little early this week due to our trips. And I'm sure Friday night will hit and they're gonna lose their goddamn minds again. Every time. Drop like bigs back all of a sudden. It's just yeah, gonna be like, madness <laughs> every week. It's like a zombie. They're gonna be like all of a sudden Skipper's dating Carrie. It's like what's happening? Every Friday they come I up would, with some nonsense. I would throw up. Who do you think actually I'll ask before we get into it? Just a big a kind of and just like that preview question. So you mm-hmm. know, the first season we got a return of Natasha. Mm-hmm. We got a cameo from someone who darkens our doorstep this week, Sharon, <laughs> Susan Sharon. Yeah. Who do you and Bitsy, of course, who do you think um we're getting? In season two. Of course, we know we're getting Enid, her Vogue editor. Yes. Um, but if there was a character we had to bring back, and you can't say Amelita Amalfi, because we, we always say. Who would you want to see? Who are you feeling? Who do you think would surprise and delight you the most? That's a really good question. Just like a um, one-off pop-up. Yeah, like someone that I've just kind of missed. Yeah, kind of like Susan like, Sharon. I would like to see uh, Mr. Twinkle... He's dead. Oh, he died? He died of COVID. Not Nathan Lane, I want to be clear. Oh, you're right. He did die. He died. Mr. 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 Broadway has to go to Mr. Broadway has to go passed within the context of uh, the Sexual City Cinematic Universe. Okay. So So sorry, I blocked that out. Quite Um, a shock to see him around. Yeah. Him and Big just 
Um, who would I want to see? I really don't know. I don't have someone off the top of my head. Who do you, who are you thinking of? I'd like to see Louise. The ghost. From St. Louis. The Christmas ghost. The Christmas ghost. I'd love to see her come I would like again. to see Smith. Check in with him. I think we checked in enough with him in the second movie. I think no, we did him a do. Maybe, maybe Trey. Maybe just like a quick pan to Trey. Something. Like he's like walking by outside of the yeah, coffee he's shop. Yeah, like, he's like, hey. And Mr. Magoo waves and is like, bye, girls. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That would be fun. I'm trying to think if there's anyone in Miranda's world I'd like. Maybe Dr. Robert. Oh, my God. I would love Like, she just, like, like, Dr. Robert is for some reason, like, the doctor on that sitcom Chase doing. Yeah. No, I would love that. Because sitcom doctor is definitely... The next step in his career, Dr. Robert. Oh, he's definitely got a like a pro he's definitely got a spot on like GMA. Actually, I think he's got an OnlyFans. Remember how we left him? Oh yeah. With all oh, those women those just women. running amok. Yeah, and those in that robe. Yeah, no, he's definitely mm. shifted to OnlyFans. Um, I can't believe we're getting Lisette again. I'm like, that's a character I thought we were leaving in season one. Yeah. I didn't need I don't need her ever again. You think we're gonna see our big dick boyfriend? Are we going to see Dick? God, I hope so. And not fake Dick. You want real, real Dick. Yeah, we got one real Dick, one fake Dick last season. Mm-hmm. So I'll never I... forget the Dick from a sec- the show The Sex Life. And I... it was like that big prosthetic Dick. Oh, you loved that show. That show was <laughs> fucking stupid. <laughs> you were like, Chris, I have found... You talked about it like it was The Crown. <laughs> I turned I it on and was like, this is the stupidest show. It's so not well. I was like, it's barely written. I can't even say it's not well written. It's like they didn't even have a script. <laughs> just vibes. Like, they were just yeah, that was the vibes. Rihanna of Netflix shows. Just vibes. Just vibes. Just vibes. Um, all right. Guys, <laughs> apologies for those asides. Yeah. Let's get into the episode. This is season four, episode 15, Change mm-hmm. of Dress. Let's start with a little episode synopsis as we bid adieu and we pour one out for Mr. Shaw. Carrie wonders if she lacks the bride gene. Samantha flirts with monogamy. Miranda fakes it. And Charlotte is tapping away her troubles. Tap, tap, tap. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, guys. There's not a lot going on. (laughs) I've never seen an episode be so powerful and yet so dumb. I know. <laughs> the dichotomy this episode holds. I know. It's crazy. It's crazy. Because, like, it's a really, like you said, a very powerful episode. Pivotal, some might say. But at the same time, you're like... What's Charlotte's happening with dancing? half the characters? Yeah, I'm like, Charlotte's tap dancing? What's going on here? I don't know. I simply could not figure... I couldn't follow some of it. But, and when I was trying to find a kind of... um organizing principle the mm-hmm. only thing i could slightly kind of hit on was that all of the women are focused on the hardships of expectations but even that i was like is that the common on? thread was a little tough to find i have a hard time i can kind of fit it into carrie samantha miranda and i guess charlotte no i guess charlotte has the expectation of a tap partner 
Yeah. But let's hear the monologue and see, maybe I missed a theme that Carrie yeah. discusses here. So let's hear that and then break this episode down. <laughs> After being hit by a bridal wave, I tried to get my mind around the concept of happily ever after. As progressive as our society claims to be, there are still certain life targets we're all supposed to hit. Marriage, babies, and a home to call your own. But what if instead of breaking out in a smile, you break out in a rash? Is something wrong with the system? Or is it you? And do we really want these things? Or are we just programmed? So yeah, I could say this kind of fits expectations, right? The idea of being programmed and not wanting at traditional things um, or confronting whether or not you even want them. Before we get any further, have you ever seen the documentary Grey Gardens? Yes. With Edie, little Edie? And big Edie, yeah. Yeah, you know that that's the song she's always singing, the mom tea for two, two <laughs> for tea. I can only think of big Edie throughout this whole episode when that was the undercurrent of like every scene. Every was, scene? Two tea, tea for two. Oh, oh my God. Oh. And if you I haven't love- seen Grey Gardens... Little Edie sitting on the porch going, I need a Libra man. <laughs> Get your eyes on it. Thank you to the males, the Maisels brothers or whatever the fuck, they're, the marvelous Mrs. Maisels or whatever the fuck their names were. Mm-hmm. Um, and then watch the HBO adaptation of that documentary with Drew Barrymore and Jessica Lange and a stunning performance. Beautiful. From both ladies. Actresses. And honestly, one of my favorite depictions of Jackie O. Hmm. Thought she was good in that one scene. That woman, I believe her name is Jeanette Triplehorn. Again, I could be a rocket scientist if I could get rid of some of this information. Is rocket scientist even a job? No. Am I already drunk? <laughs> <laughs> I'm really just watching you spiral. <sighs> well, this episode opens. I have found like I feel like Sex and the City is getting into this vibe now, where it opens with a distinctive scene that I just want to like live in. And that's the return of Susan Sharon. Mm, Dorinda Medley. I don't, I know that when they were making this, Dorinda Medley wasn't famous, but this woman must know Dorinda because she is doing a spot on Dorinda. Spot on. Looks just like her, acts just like her. I want to hear a little bit of her. And I also want to talk about Charlotte's um, reaction acting, her reacting. Carrie? There it was, the unmistakable voice of Susan Sharon. So what's new? What's going on with you? Oh, you know, same old, same old, just writing, gallivanting, eating, you know, the usual. Harry, what? Forgetting the most important thing. Oh, jeez, I'm I'm engaged. You're getting married. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, Aiden. Oh, muscle tone. Oh, Okay, let me see. Let me see. Where's the... Oh, it's it here. It's here. It's right here. See? Oh, why are you wearing it around your neck? Is that what the people are doing these days? I'm so out of it. No, no, it's just me. It's, just, it's closer to my heart this way. Oh. Oh. So, a spring wedding? Fall wedding? Where are you doing it? Uh, God, I, we haven't even begun to think about that stuff. Oh, well, you better chop, chop, Missy, because these places book up, I'm telling you, years and years. 
So I want everyone to go back and just look at my queen, Kristen Davis, and what she's doing in the background. She's reacting to everything crazy Susan Sharon's saying. These places book up in years and years, and she just goes, oh, you'll be fine. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, we have the devastating <clears throat> moment where Carrie forgets that she's engaged. Um. Honestly, I could see myself forgetting I was engaged if it wasn't that important to me. And I'm sure a lot of COVID brides could probably relate to that, like, I don't even fucking remember. Yeah. Maybe we're already I, married. I don't know. I guess. I don't and know it, how you would forget that, especially when your fiance is sitting right next to you. Like, I think that's the part that's like, what the fuck? Because she doesn't think of him as a fiance. No, she doesn't think of herself as a bride. Um, I don't know. I really love this. I also love the particular styling choice of having um, it all wrapped up in pearls also. Just how much she's trying to hide that ring. Yeah. But I think she does really want it close to her Chris, heart. Get, no, no. We'll get, we'll get into it. But let's start with the most relatable storyline I've ever seen. And when I felt, oh, there's there I go on the screen, which is Charlotte trying to tip tap her problems away. And I oh. said this is someone who's taken three tap classes. What? I've separately tried to learn tap dance three times. Uh, when? Um, in my early chaotic 20s, when just, like, any idea seemed like a good one. It's like, whatever. Were you good at it? No. Terrible. It's a lot harder than you think. Were you with other adults? What? Oh, yeah, I was with other adults. Not, okay. like, I didn't go with anyone, though. It wasn't like, um... Hey, a guys, let's day. take... It wasn't like a like a spa day. Like, let's go to wow. tap dance class. Okay. But I appreciate this idea that Charlotte is... And this is very me. Just, mm -hmm. like... I'm going to get out of this clean, quickly. Mm -hmm. Everything's going to be great. And my divorce will be simple. Yep. And then let's hear her fully snap. You with the flowers. Go. I don't have a partner. Just go it alone. And go. I don't want to go it alone. You'll be fine. Come on, flowers. Make me Should I stop? And you should think about how a person would feel who's going through a very difficult divorce and who just comes here to have fun and, and feel good about themselves. She zapped. I've never felt more like Charlotte. Like, that <laughs> is me. I'm like, I'm going to go and I'm going to figure this out. And it's going to be like a really fun activity for me. 20 minutes in. What the fuck are you all doing here? This is nuts. We're all crazy that we think you... this is going to work. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, flowers. <laughs> and of course, that is the Baltimore native and Broadway classic Andre DeShields is that character, Tony Award winner. The one who's tapping away. No, yeah, I don't. Come on, flowers. <laughs> I was obsessed. She's... And the way she kind of starts to tap and is like, actually, I can't do this. Yeah, no. I, it, I felt for her. It very much reminds me of the Triggering. moment where Carrie falls down the stair and turns around. That stair is very dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> and the poor woman, should I stop? It's like, yeah, lady. Yeah. But just imagine that whole scene and me watching it with my pen and paper in hand, just also going, tea for two, for two, for tea. <laughs> just the big E.D. Beal entirely floating over this entire episode. You are so nuts right now. 
I couldn't stop thinking about Big Edie. I've got no less than 14 notes about her. But I was kind of a, a talk about a slight storyline. Slut. A baby. A baby. Like she's not doing a damn thing. Um, but it also, I did get a lot of laughs out of Charlotte in this one. Come on, flowers. Let's get into Miranda. Oh boy. Okay. Another slight storyline. Yeah. So basically, she's at the ophthalmologist. (laughs) Gynecologist. Gynecologist. (laughs) And I I don't know. This just felt very, like, false to me. This whole idea that she wouldn't have any reaction to finding out what the gender of her baby is. Although, of course, we know gender is a social... Maybe Miranda also knows gender is a social construct. And it's like, whatever, I don't care. Yeah. I'm a little surprised that she doesn't care. Like, I'm shocked that there wasn't ever a joke that was like, oh, thank God I, I'm having a boy. Like, I don't want to deal with girl. Like, well, I thought it would be the opposite. Like, oh, right, after like, all oh, my God. shitty boyfriends, now I'm going to have an even shittier one. That's what I mean. Like, I'm surprised that there was no sort of conversation like that. I thought that would have been a much better use of this storyline. Like, if her expectation was, oh, well, I think it'd be interesting to have a girl. And mm-hmm. she finds out she's having a boy and she has to think about the idea of raising a young man and what that looks like. It just kind of felt like, oh, great. She... Well, and we know she fucked up. <laughs> well, I blame that more on Steve. Uh, and the death of Magda. What was what was Miranda to do? I think that really sent Brady into a spiral. Um, and I don't know. I guess I just also didn't think the whole faking of the reaction was funny enough. Mm-mm. Like I just, it never kind of hit with me. No. Are you still watching Friends before I yes. spoil something? Yeah. Do you know that someone on the show will eventually have a child? One of the main characters? Yes, Rachel. Okay. So there is a fun moment where Rachel, Rachel is in the same sort of... Where she has to... She's told, like, here's your baby, and she can't see it. And Jennifer Aniston... That scene is hilarious. Like on the sonogram. Like that she can't identify the baby, but everyone else can. (laughs) And that is actually funny. But just Miranda making a weird smiley face. Yeah, she just, it just, the actress, Cynthia Nixon, she wasn't actressing. She's brilliant. I just didn't think this was fun. The idea isn't funny. No. Because also you would be like, that woman is demented. You would be like, that woman is crazy. Like, she looks like that. Yeah. I would be like, ma'am, are you okay? You didn't like the walk and talk with Carrie about the baby? It's not that I didn't like the talk. I was just really distracted by the whole, the looks we had. Well, you know what I was distracted by speaking about that walk and talk is I have always noticed that there's an American Pie poster behind them while they're walking. And then if you listen to, I I believe James, Michael Patrick King does a, um, commentary on the dvds where he said they drastically and really tried to get them to remove that because it dates the show and i was thinking and i was like oh yeah that is why it sticks out to me is that in no other point of this show is there something so specific as an american pie movie poster right that's like that is like a real moment in time yeah shout out to jason biggs who i really have fond feelings for and i don't know why yeah wow that's really like his wife i I read her book i really like her i'm really up to what they're up to over there oh his wife jenny and jason yeah i like her too and then she tells magda and magda has her crazy reaction yeah 
Then she mistakenly sets her coffee mug on the sonogram and is like, oh, she's kind of staring at it. However, I did cry when she felt the baby. <laughs> that was a really sweet moment because it it made it real for her. Like, oh, like this is really a baby. Like this is really a child. I think she could really visualize what that looked like. But again, I simply can't figure out how many months Miranda is pregnant. N- we'll never know. <laughs> We'll never know. Because sometimes you can't... And I wonder, is the actress pregnant? Cynthia? Yeah, at this point. I'll have to go and look that up because it's like, she's got a bump, but it's not that big. But she gives birth in, I think, three episodes. Yeah. The the time on this show means nothing. Oh, it's a... It's not even... No. It's not even on their radar. Absolutely. Yeah. They're not even trying. No. And we'll talk about that in a little bit of time with Aiden. The other thing I wanted to point out is um, when they're at the black and white ball, Aiden hands Miranda a club soda and he calls it a soda. And I just thought, buddy, come on. Get out of here. Just the call soda? it a fucking soda. Like, a soda. You are a 40 plus year old man. What are you talking of? A Sodi? He's like, here's your Sodi. I'm like, like, are you little... fucking Harold Hill? What is I'm this? I'm like, music you're about man? to get dumped, my dude. <laughs> Out of control. Yeah. Let's chat about Samantha or okay. as we hear about her throughout this episode, Jonesy. Jonesy. What did you think of the return of JJ? Obsessed. He's so fucking disgusting. Honestly, he should come so back. Funny. Yes. How, how yes. can we not land on JJ returning and then just like that? I'm all for JJ coming on. Hey, Jonesy. Yeah. He's so disgusting and He's vile. Like a Danny DeVito character just like stuck in the middle of the show. Yeah. And like he's really, they didn't, yeah. He's so gross. It's also really that. strange that he's established at that bar with kidding on Charlotte, yet that's never really brought up. He never yeah. interacts with Charlotte or Carrie again. It's like, did they really like this writer? Is he related to someone? Like, how, how did, he did he get this job? Get back on this show. Like, when they were sitting there and like, you we know, we also him again, I think, right? I don't think we've seen the last of JJ. I feel like he's going to come back around by one more time. Yeah. And by the way, if he doesn't, don't write to us. Yeah, please. Um, so what did you think of like the kind of whole kind of opening scene in Richard's apartment, which is that shit insane. Is Richard's bed like truly in the middle of the room? In the middle of his living room? It appears that way. <laughs> it appears that way. Doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> like... Because also, right when she and it almost looks like the mattress is on the floor. Like when it's... she comes with the f- with the hearts in the finale, doesn't mm-hmm. she open the front door, and he's right there? I believe. Or is that his bedroom? Maybe that's his bedroom. I I mean I I'm assuming it's his bedroom, but it, they make it look like look it's like... the middle of his apartment. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. truly looks like it is. Like you just open the front door and fall. And well, bam. And now that I say that, it's like what I give if my bed was like right <laughs> near the front door. <laughs> Gotta go up these stairs. Yeah. So he's he's thinking he's a smart guy, though. Richard, yeah, he's right? thinking ahead. <laughs> So Samantha Jones finds out that Richard is seeing other people and she's like very distraught by this to the point where it's like, what did you think 
What did she think? It does feel a strange lapse. Well, this is what I was talking about last week. She's clearly under the assumption that he is on, that they are only sleeping with one another. And this comes as a surprise to her, which is what makes her inability in the last episode to simply say, yes, I do like you. Kind of odd because she is working under the assumption that like, yeah, he's only fucking me. I'm only fucking him. So why wouldn't you simply say I like you other than the fact that maybe, as she says later, the only she really believes that her aloofness is what keeps her charming to him. Mm-hmm. Did you think when he invites her into the shower, he's using sex to distract her or he's really just like, let's fuck? Honestly, I feel like he's just wants to fuck. <laughs> He's wild. Yeah, like, I don't think he's... Because he seems to be very honest about this stuff. Like, he's like, yeah, I'm sleeping with other people. Like, what are you talking about? But then well, he's he trying to fuck her. He doesn't really admit it there because she Well, not in this scene, In no, the shower, But he does yeah. eventually. Which just leads me to believe, like, I don't think he would manipulate her. I think he just wants to fuck in the shower. Now, back to one of my old short shortcomings, um catchphrases Mm -hmm. as a homosexual man (laughs) what is he doing with that shower head with on himself no like they're in they're in the shower like i don't understand what he's doing to her physical anatomy and he pulls the shower head (sighs) over is he just like putting water into her badge no that's like a thing like a lot of women use the shower head to like masturbate. Because <laughs> there's. You want to go a little deeper there? Not to get technical. And deeper. <laughs> technical. But like, you know, like there's your clit. There's your, your vagina has a mm-hmm, clitoris. Mm-hmm. And it, this yeah, like yeah, massages yeah. it with water. It's not like you're like shooting yourself up with water. It's like you're like, and then oh, there's also like the feeling of it. It's almost like it vibrates a little bit. So is it going directly in or just up, up on of, top? It's kind of going everywhere. Every which way? Yeah, it's going in, it's going out, it's going to the side, it's going up, it's going down. Wow, mm. wow, wow, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Things I've learned. Yeah. Things I wish well, I could like, do. Well, it's like how people like women like like use like jets in the hot tubs i guess i understood that in the sense that there's a lot of shooting the water no i guess we just that seems to me to be a lot like a really pulsating amount of water oh no and a lot of vibration this just seems to be like like sensual because it also is like once you and look richard's a wealthy man he might have very good water pressure I think he does, Chris. I think he's good. <laughs> he's got okay water. But look, I've I've showered in a lot of New York apartments. The water pressure can be bad. I don't think Richard Wright would ever stand for that. Because you know, because he would have to. I'm assuming be turning the the valve up. Correct. What? I don't know. Have Is you it ever underneath? seen a vagina? No, it would be like okay. Here is the vagina. Yeah. Like this. And it's just like resting like right here. It's like right here. Okay, guys, visually you're gonna have to look at the pot. Okay, so I do want to say once I started moving He's my not hands, like, it's not once like... I started moving my hands around, I did quickly understand it. How that works. Yeah. It was yeah. more I just had to get tactile with it at the end of the day. Absolutely. All right, I like that. The things you learn on this pod, you know? 
And I'm sure every single listener is like either throwing up in their mouth or like we already knew that. Or like shouting maybe at me about the female anatomy. Or they're like, bitch, do you have a vagina? (laughs) (laughs) We know you don't own a bra. Other than when you're fucking. (laughs) So true. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So let's head to the black and white ball. What the fuck was this? Well, as someone who, you know, throws a black and white party every year, I don't know. Was it confusing to you? It just felt so random to me. It because there was like no weird. mention of it, like it coming up. There was this thing going on. Like I was so confused where we were. I mean, it's clearly just a setup to get Carrie in formal wear. In a white dress. Yeah, yeah. It's that is the only reason for it. But they could have sprinkled it in with a one mention bit. while they're in the shower, like get your sweet ass in here before we have to go to the black and white ball like party planning meeting. <laughs> That's exactly what he was saying. <laughs> so <laughs> And then that's the Just kind of, um, that's the kind of work you'll be getting from me on OnlyFans. Get your sweet ass in here before we have to go to this gala committee meeting, you whore. You, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. And she finds out that he's sleeping with this other woman who, for one moment, I genuinely thought was Natasha. It's, uh, what's her name? Bibi Rexa? Bibi London. Bibi London. Bibi (laughs) Rexa? I genuinely thought you meant Bibi Rexa was in this episode of television. No, no. I I don't think heterosexual people can even see Bibi Rexa. No. Bibi London. Bibi London. Mm -hmm. Bibi New Earth was there. Um, And so we find out he's sleeping with Bibi New Earth. And (laughs) let's hear Samantha's freak out because I'm obsessed. Fucking Richard is fucking the entire style section, and for the first time in my life, I actually give a shit. I think I have monogamy. I must have caught it from you people. Now it's airborne. There are a lot of hot guys here, but I don't want to fuck a single one of them. Not him. Or him. What about this guy over here? Because he asked me if I knew you. Oh. Scary to No, I'm not interested. Oh, damn it, I'm not well. Well, at least you're not getting divorced. Why don't you just tell Richard how you feel? I can't do that. He likes me because I'm supposed to be immune to this bullshit. There goes that Judith bitchy McBitch heading for Richard. Okay, I'm going to go over there, and I'm going to be completely calm and completely professional. Then, of course, she walks over, and I couldn't tell what she does to this poor woman. She trips her, she grabbed her hair. I was like, she assaulted this woman. She was not fucking around. Um, But I do have to say, once again, there is something I really like about Aiden's kind of unabashed interest and delight in Samantha. He does. He finds her very funny. Like, he finds... He finds her, like, so... He's ready to wingman for her. He's like, what about that guy? Yeah, like, I kind of like seeing him in that I, do, I really like him in that context. Yeah. Not what did you... to bring in you a Sodi. No, fuck. Oh. No, what did you not... think of that swarthy Lothario gentleman in his white dinner jacket? I thought everybody was looking pretty good this episode. Even, even, um, what's his name? Jonesy. Mm-hmm. Oh, JJ? JJ. <laughs> you know I'm attracted to JJ. I was like, he's kind of. 
you know, I'm like JJ, JJ, and I could pal around. Yeah, 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 for like, sure. I don't know sure. that, like, I, I'd be kind of like, okay, JJ, like, we can go out for drinks, like, whatever. Yeah, be like, whatever, whatever, like, and then I'd be like having a good time, but against my better judgment, like, mm-hmm. oh, he's so annoying, even the entire time I'm laughing. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> JJ, you got me again. I did think it was a little nuts when she truly just grabs Richard's junk in the middle of this party. Yeah, but she makes it clear that it's not sexual. Okay, but they're still truly everyone is at this party watching them. Yeah, they're like, oh. Um, I lost it. I don't, and I love Richard. I think he's such a fun character. I don't think that actor should be given lines that are meant to be humorous. Like, he should get smarmy lines. Yeah. But when he has to say it's the black and white ball, not the black and, black blue, and blue ball, ball. it's like, that's, that's a carry a line. line. For, that's a line for big. That's a carry line, if you ask me. It's like, yeah, it's pretty punny. That's right up there with, uh, you're supposed to take a nap, but not move to Napa. <laughs> yeah no i don't like richard in that light you know? yeah i don't want to see him like trying to like get off jokes like, i don't like the not. color on him yeah so he doesn't really want to commit i appreciate that he says like you know that's just not who i am yeah he's like that's not it babe what did you think of her instant running to sleep with jj in the bathroom and then i thought girl what are you the fuck are you doing i thought it was really depressing like it was really it depressing it was sad he was like trying to jerk it like a <laughs> piece of play-doh it was it was, it was making me sick he was pulling on it like a piece of taffy like um, yeah, old like boy schmidt. kevin yeah oh. schmidt <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> who who the fuck is schmidt <laughs> You mean our mental health king, Kevin? The fuck is Schmidt? Is that a character on this show? No, I don't believe so. Oh, do you mean from New Girl? Yes. <laughs> he has a line where he says, he's like, he's like, it's like pulling on a piece of taffy on a summer's day. Because he couldn't get it going. But um, it is like a very uncomfortable situation with I couldn't happens. figure out though so like can he just not get it up I... or did he come too quickly like no, what I was think... going on I don't think he could get it up because okay. he was like he's like this you know has never been a problem you could call anybody I've ever been with like this you could call happened. Marissa at 972 <laughs> and Smith was like okay whatever okay, whatevs. Um, that was a poor decision on her part Eh, you know, we all make reactions. We all make the best decisions we can with the information in front of I us. I love what you said earlier in this podcast. You said reaction acting, and then you just said reacting. Reacting. <laughs> reacting. I think that's what that's called. <laughs> it's called reacting, you know. I think she's just simply hearing other people's words and, and responding. Responding. <laughs> in turn. Which is also, at the end of the day, just called acting. Right, right, right. Um... I really found it very truthful, but also devastating when Richard finds out and he's just like, oh, Samantha, you'll never change. I would fucking run That's away. Richard when I love him. Yeah, he's just, he is like well, smarmy. Gives like, her a little wink and is like, all right, now I'm going to go fuck a bitch in a corner somewhere. Yeah, and he's like, and I'm going to get it up. Also, would you assume, though, just because they're coming out of the bathroom, well, I guess it's She's coming out of the men's bathroom, probably. Yeah, and I he think was truly knows. like dick still out. Like, yeah, he was like zipping up his pants. Like, JJ is such a mess. And then she's, and then she, he, she says something. 
he says, like, want to hang out later or something? And she goes, not now, little dick or something. <laughs> yeah, she's like, not now, limp dick. Limp dick. Um, but of course, this was very, it was very much giving a nice beginning to what will be bookended with when she sleeps with Richard in the hotel. Yeah. And even, I think, the way the sex is framed with her up against the wall and him mm-hmm. later in season six yeah. is very much kind of the completion that JJ couldn't give. Yeah. Um. So I always like to see little mirrors. Um. All right, let's get into Carrie and Aiden. Mm. Let's pour one out for my homie. Because um, this is it, guys. We did it. Yeah, this is it. And of course, he's coming back in um beginning of season six with Tater. Oh, actually, of course, he's coming back next episode. Yeah, well, for like half the episode, he's not like. <laughs> well, not this even is like half. when we say bye. Yeah, it's not even half. He's in the first scene. Scene, right? Um, then of course we'll see him with Tater, and of course we'll see him in the second movie, and of course we're seeing him in just like that season two. So sadly, we are not in fact bidding a do to Aiden Shaw this week. <laughs> No, but it feels is... emotionally. I'm ready to put him to put him down. This isn't a goodbye. It's a see you later. Unfortunately, it's a see you next Tuesday. If you ask me, yeah, it's not good. <sighs> Let's hear them in the shower. Okay, that's our prelude. Excuse me, have you met? Can I get in there? Get a sheetrock guy coming. Ten minutes. Right. You really come along over there. Yeah. Walls are coming down. Washing dryers on the way. <gasps> Forgot about the washer and dryer. I've been dreaming about my whole New York life. There's something else for you to chew on. What's that? How about Hawaii? As what, the 50th state? As in we get hitched. We grab a couple friends, down some Mai Tais, tie the knot. You know, we could get Maui. Hey, buddy, did you just punt in the nude? Yeah. What did I tell you about that? <laughs> Give me the soap. What do you think? What, about Hawaii? Yeah. Come on, do I look like the uh, hang ten surf up kind of bride to you? Because I really think my grass skirts are going to over. Okay, how about Aspen? Christmas time in Aspen. You, me, a polar bear, a judge. How does that sound? Before a shower with so little water pressure, I suddenly felt a ton of it beating down on my shoulders. I do want to point out, see, she says that her water pressure is not good. Yeah. <laughs> Just, just want to call call back to Richard Wright and his um, but that's, magical he's sexual a, He's in a different like he's in a tax, tax bracket. bracket. Yeah. yeah. Um. Once again, here are these two bobos in the bathroom again, <laughs> and I want to say if I was showering and a big ass man got in, I'd be like, "Can you get the fuck out of here?" No, I know, and I'm like, "Sorry, you didn't plan your day accordingly." And the sheetrock guy's coming in ten minutes. Like, like I doubt also, the sheetrock guy. I doubt you need to shower for him. Also, he's coming to our part, our another apartment that is next door. Right. Just go meet him. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, yeah, I don't like disturbances like that, you know? Yeah, like, I'm happy to shower with you, but that's something we need to go into it with as a conversation. Yeah. And actually, I've only dated one guy I like showering with. It's I not something hate, I really want to do. horrible. Uh, unless it's... you're there to strictly wash yourselves, maybe give a little sweet kisses. I'm not there to fuck, you know? Sweet kisses? I'm just not trying to fuck in the shower. Oh, no, no, no. I don't want to fuck in the shower, but I really... Some of my favorite conversations with this boyfriend was in the shower. And look, we showered together after we broke up. It was just like, let's get to what's what. 
multiple times. It was like, well, if we're gonna hang out, we're gonna get naked and get in the shower. I don't. Wow. And it was nothing sexual. You little water it. boys. <laughs> yeah, like Waterworld, a fairy Kevin Costner. My God. <sighs> hmm. Hmm. Yeah, so we're getting a very different shower scene than what's going on over at Richard's. Yes. Um, but I have to say, so if you are trying to convince someone to marry you like he is, mm -hmm. wouldn't you not suggest a wedding? Like, if his end goal is just to marry her, why wouldn't he just suggest going to the justice of the peace? There is something about a wedding that is also important to Aiden that I'm mm -hmm. like, dude, if, if she don't want to wear her wedding ring, the like she doesn't want to go to ask she doesn't want to travel to marry you she doesn't want to do all that right she don't want to marry you in the city you live in she's right. not getting on a plane mm -mm, to the polar bears in aspen sir Wait, and did you hear his little sing-songy voice he did like christmas yeah <laughs> she's like mariah carey over here it he's just it it's so sad to watch because it's like pathetic it is. But Aiden is a pathetic soul. He really is. I mean, at the end of the day. He's going to come back in Carrie's life and make out with her after her husband died. Like, that's the only chance you'll know you'll get with Carrie is when her, when Big is dead. I mean, he already made out with her in Abu Dhabi. That was so... I just watched that scene on YouTube, and it is one of the... I can't wait to get to the second movie. It is the craziest. The way it is written is so batshit insane. I've really only seen that movie, I think, once or twice. I saw it three times in theaters. Oh my god! <laughs> because it, it honestly, that is the way to see that movie. Because it's not even; it shouldn't be called a movie. It's an a event. cinematic experience. It's an experience, it, much mm. like the Charlie Puth experience. <laughs> and I wish I could text that movie the way I'm texting Charlie. But let's get into Miranda and Carrie. No. No. Oh, Walk. Like, oh what did you want to get into? No, I thought you were going to say, let's get in Miranda. And I was like, we've already done that. <laughs> no, no, no. No, Miranda and Carrie and this fucking outfit. Okay, I know I like us to keep fashion to the end. we but can. One thing I want to talk about this look, though, is what I love about it is, is that it is in some ways the response to the idea of wearing a grass skirt. Oh. It's almost like Carrie was thinking like, well, maybe I'll try on a grass Yeah, it was skirt. like fashion inspo. Like, all right, maybe. I could be, maybe I could be a Maui bride. Oh, okay. But then she put a seatbelt around her stomach, a crop top, and uh, a crown on her head. <laughs> and a woodland. She looked like Galadriel from Lord of the Rings. She looked fucking crazy. Crazy. I loved it. Oh my god loved it it was so batshit insane um but i love their easy breeziness i love yeah. how miranda i love that the way they introduce the idea of the wedding dresses is that they really do take it was almost like well the writers were thinking oh we have to answer the audience's questions so when carrie asks how do you know that mm -hmm. and she's like because i always walk past and go Bleh. yeah I love that. I think they have such natural chemistry. It really feels like you're watching two, like, girlfriends. I mean, you can really tell they've known each other for a million years, which mm -hmm. they have. Sarah Jessica Parker and Cynthia Nixon. And I was having so much fun with them and this new this woman at the bridal shop. Yeah. It felt like I was watching Broad City. It really... These two, it was, like, Lucy and Ethel, Broad City. Like, they were... Giving very Abby and Alana, even at the end when Miranda goes, rocks! Yeah. <laughs> 
I was like, what is this? This is not the humor of Sex of the City. I know. She was like, is this like for a same-sex couple? And they're like, oh, no. Oh, no. Very wealthy types. Very Wall Street. And Miranda just goes, money, money. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? I was really channeling Abby and Alana. I was channeling Big Edie while watching this episode. It was so funny. And then, you know, they're trying on the dresses. And it this scene makes like my heart race. Okay, this episode is a horror show. It is a (laughs) horror movie. I had forgotten that truly this episode makes you feel so uncomfortable with the idea of Carrie Bradshaw getting married. Mm -hmm. This scene is, and and I am going to bring a show up again that I don't want to hear you guys that I've brought up one million times. Do you know what show I'm going to bring up? Go ahead. You know, like on Grey's Anatomy season three. Well, of course, remember when Meredith had to rip Christina out of yes, her wedding dress after course. the wedding to Burke? It's yes. very much in conversation with that. Get it off of me. Rip it. Yeah. I mean, I that she, is and, what. And Miranda's being so annoying. She's like, there's so many buttons. And Carrie's like, please, I'm going to vomit. <laughs> she's like, and she's like, you're breaking out in high. It's so tense. Like, it's so stressful to watch. Horrible. And then we get my favorite part of this episode, which is the hard cut to Carrie saying she can't get married. Mm-hmm. And then it just cuts to Charlotte. This is all your fault. Yeah. Because <laughs> she's like, why the fuck would you take her there? Like, this is it not the bridal Samantha. experience. And then it cuts to Samantha. She's like, what the fuck would you take her to that dump? It's ridiculous. Now, before we break down this scene, I'd like to hear um, if producer Cam could play my thoughts on marriage. I can't do it. I can't get married. This is all your fault. How could you take her to that dump? It was an experiment. It went awry. Okay. Let's just slow down. This is classic cold feet. Let's not do anything rash. Rash. Yes, exactly. Rash. Look at this. <gasps> oh. My body is literally rejecting the idea of marriage. Just look. Yeah, once you get a rash from a guy, it's time to heave home. No, it's not him. It's me. I'm missing the bride gene. I should be put in a test tube and studied. It's not just you. I don't want to get married. Ever? Why do we even have to get married? Why? Give me one good reason. Aside from the not wanting to die alone thing. Which is something to think about, I admit. Well, for me, when it was good, it gave me a sense of security. But I feel secure now. Things are great with us. And you know what they say, if it ain't broke... Don't marry it. What are you... Mm. Well, that wasn't the clip I was referring to, but <laughs> I was more referring to when then Samantha simply says, just get divorced and then you could take tap with Bojangles over there, which is how I feel whenever a friend is like unsure about getting married. I'm like, just get married. Who gives a fuck? Just do it. Get divorced. Take tap. Yeah. It... Ugh, carry, carry, carry. And then Charlotte obviously being like, you never want to get married to Samantha. I'm like, have you, bitch, have you met her? So I did a little research on this. And I didn't ask you because I'll ask you this question. Okay. Because I am someone, and this is something I will share with the shorties if I haven't already while talking about this podcast, is that I have no interest in the institution of marriage personally. Mm -hmm. Um, But I was like, you know, there is such an idea of expectations in this episode. And that is just something that I think both as a, a man, a queer man that I don't think I can understand. So I shot some text over to some girlfriends. Okay. 
and the and just simply ask, did you all and all of them were married? I decided to ask the ones who are married because mm-hmm. I can ask you, hopelessly not married. Um <laughs> You know, the follow-up yeah. question and yeah. the different perspective. Mm-hmm. Did you always know you wanted to get married? And for the most part, mm-hmm. I will say all of them, a majority of them said no. They didn't always know they wanted to be married. They might have known they wanted kids. They might have known they wanted partnership, but that marriage wasn't something they were constantly thinking about. And so I don't know if this is like a generational thing, but because everyone here they're all the we're all the age carry is in this show which of course is 20 years ago 20 plus years ago mm-hmm. and so i was just interested that it's not i don't think marriage is this given thing that we think about it as because i was talking to women who've all made the decision to be married i don't want to say they're happily married i haven't asked them that but you know they're married <laughs> No, 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 no. I'm kidding. I'm just joshing. They're all seemingly happily married. Um, I don't know. I gave that look to the side. I I think they all, I don't, I'm not doing my best work. I think they're all happily married. (laughs) Um, Okay. Shout out to them. Um, So, I mean, have you always known you wanted to get married one day? No. No. So don't you think it's interesting that it is presented in such a like, well, like, yeah, like that even Carrie feels like when she says something is, I don't have the bride gene. But is that I even know a, a lot. Thing? Yes. I know a lot of women who've always wanted that. Maybe I'm not who've attracted always, to those women. Who've always wanted to be married. Who's always have wanted that kind of life. I've always known that I've wanted to be a mom and I, I'm very committed to that, even if I have a partner or don't. Um, but wanting to be married, I don't, I've never really wanted that. Do you think that comes from your parents being divorced? Um, Probably, but also just like they never talked about me being married. Like I know a lot of girls that like their parents bring these things up to them. Like, Oh, like when you get married, this is what's going to happen. Oh, when you have a wedding, this is what we're going to do. Like, I know a lot of girls who grew up with their parents telling them that. My parents never told me that, ever. Hmm. What? I don't think I'll bring up what they have told us. You know what? No, <laughs> we're not. <laughs> Shout out to Steve and Mary oh, at wow. Icons and Legends. But I really love this scene. Um, I love the simplistic Carrie. I was disgusted when she lifted up her shirt and I saw that and she rash. Was a rash in the restaurant. I was like, "Bitch!" I was just like, "Oh my god, she's really like, really so got all over her." Yeah. Um. So just shout out to all the shorties who are married. I hope you all are happily married. If you're not, that's okay. And if you don't want to get married, I that is okay. Which is also like, I really hope that we never see Carrie in a wedding dress again. Yeah. But I have it... no desire to see that her get married again. And I know, as I told, I think we discussed a few weeks ago, if you look on Twitter and the kind of larger conversation about the show, the idea of her getting married and ending up happily in a relationship is super important to people. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. I would be totally happy if we ended with a single carry. I would too. To me, she's, she's not someone that I need married. As long as she's fulfilled in her personal life and feels happy. I don't want to end with her like death. Well, I don't know. She should probably be destitute. She's really bad with money. Yeah. And Aiden probably has a lot of it. 
Wish he'd spend some more money on some clothes. <laughs> what did you think about when she decides to imagine herself as a bride and <laughs> we cut to yet another horror moment like fucking Ghostface, Freddy the killer, him breaking through the wall and her reaction. Oh my god, her reaction was so fucking insane and like over the top. Like Oh, I loved it. I mean, it's of course it's a great scene, but like when she was like reacting and like laying down on the floor, I'm like I would be so freaked out by that kind of behavior. Didn't you think it was upsetting though that like should she be in the apartment while he's knocking bricks through the wall? No. Absolutely. I couldn't figure now look I don't know one thing about like building a home and a combining apartment. I think you know that you can't bust down walls with when people are in the home and right on the other side of the wall. right on the other side like it's not like he's in you know the the third level and you're on the first floor it's like you're going through the same wall that she's on the other side of. and also you know? like her bookshelves were still on the wall was he just like <clears throat> it just didn't seem to make much sense no, I think they just wanted Aiden sweaty and holding a hammer. And to like build and to do the and metaphorical yeah. breaking of the wall. But also, is that something I feel like you need a license to do that? I understand I like that he's to. handy. Like no, he's a furniture maker. He should not be just ripping down. Who knows if that is a load bearing wall? He could other people live in that building. What would happen to Lisette? <laughs> I just think like I felt sad for him in a way because he's like, this fucking woman is like putting me through the goddamn ringer. I thought she was, it was the most compassionate and honest thing she could do. And I really, I really love when she says, I know I'm not supposed to talk to you about this. Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, fuck. Okay. And then he starts naming off like, well, when do you want to get married? And then he goes like. Six months, nine months, the end of the year. Which year? Which year? No. Talking about time on this show. Yeah. What month are we in when he says six months? No, no. So are we at January? Because the nine months puts us in another well, year. We're clearly not because it's summer. So I think it's spring. So six months would put us into a whole nother year. Nine months puts us to the end of the next, to almost the middle to end of the next year. Then she says, which year? I'm like, oof. Down yeah, time again is just not a thing. On I just thought it was show. a weird metric of time for him to use six months, nine months, end of the year. Because well, also it, six months is pretty quick to get married. Like it's hard to plan a wedding in six months. Um, but I don't think they're planning weddings. I yeah, think depending on the type of wedding he, right. you want, you can plan a wedding in six months if you know what you're doing. Yeah, um, but nine don't. nine months definitely. But when she said which year, which I felt year? it in my soul. I did too. It was like a gut punch. I was like, oof. But I think he, um, you know, reacts pretty well, and they decide to postpone the wedding indefinitely. And I do like the nice moment when he says, did you see the washer-dryer, which you kind of saw her run by when she's coming mm-hmm. in. He really does want to perm- to give her this apartment, and she just is like, no. Yeah, it's, she's shut down. She's totally shut down, closed off, does not want this to happen. Am I also crazy for thinking they should just have two separate apartments? Like, I don't think they should knock that wall down. Like, I would rather just, like, you live next door and occasionally we spend the night with one another. Is that just Yeah, but me? you know, but you know Aiden would never do that. Or maybe I'd build a door within the apartment, but I uh, would actually appreciate a kind of, like, all right. Because really, if you look at the space of the other apartment, it's not like they're fucking living, like, um 
big and carry and that uh, in that penthouse like, yeah penthouse, it's still a fairly small space even mm-hmm. when combined so I you're gonna have like a one-bedroom apartment so i think there would still be something really nice about the idea of like okay we have two apartments that are right next door to one another but when we need time mm-hmm. now i can send you to this other apartment yeah so you can get out of my face calling me pop tart and where you've been and what you're doing it's a lot. But of course, we need the metaphor of combining. But I just of thought, course. just have the two apartments. Maybe then she'd marry you, buddy. <laughs> so we're at the black and white ball. And um, they decide to leave. And we have to hear kind of Aiden's last great acting moment. Because he doesn't get much else to do in the, when he returns in season six. And then the second movie. So until we see him just like that season two. Let's hear some great work from John Corbett. Come on the pod. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get married tonight. Uh-huh. Come on, you got this beautiful white dress on. I got this tux for another 13 hours. Let's just do it. Let's get in the cab. Airport, Vegas. <laughs> huh? No muss, no fuss. Aiden. Seriously. Funny. Come on. I mean, look, we get married tonight. We wake up tomorrow, it's done. Alright? We're still us. We don't we don't even have to tell anybody. Well What about what we discussed? Ah, come on, you're just scared. Yes, I'm scared. Come on, Aiden, we talked about this. No, you talked and I listened. Carrie, I looked at you tonight from across the room and and I thought I love her. And she loves me and what are we waiting for? Because I need more time. What's gonna change? This is me. I don't have any tricks up my sleeve. This is who I am. This isn't about you. I'm not ready for marriage. Well, I am. I'm sorry if that scares you, but I am. People fall in love, they get married, that's that's what they do. Not necessarily. I don't... Why... Why can't we just... Just keep things the way they are? Just, just live together. I don't want to live together. I've had girlfriends for 20 years. I want you to be my wife. Aiden, you're pushing me. Well, maybe you need to be pushed. What's the big deal? It's just a stupid piece of paper. If it's just a stupid piece of paper, then why do we need it? Because I need it. I want to make this official and lock this thing down. Carrie, I want the whole wide world to know that you're mine. Who else is what I be? Oh, my God. You still don't trust me. You don't even wear that ring on your fucking finger. I am yours. There is nobody else. I love you, but I can't marry you to make you trust me. Aiden. Aiden. Look at me. Look at me before we make a huge mistake. If you don't want to marry me right now, you'll never want to marry me. That's not true. I think it is. I'm going to sleep in the other apartment tonight. Really? Yeah, really. Just for tonight? 
Can't believe I'm back here again. Doesn't she say that to Big? I can't believe I'm back here again. Yes, she does. I can't remember exactly when, it's but when, that is. I think it's when he was going to Paris and she was like, wait, what? Yeah, she definitely, that is a direct, almost direct line that she has said to Big. <sighs> this is where I really do believe she loves him. And I know I've spent so much time saying she hates this man. And I do think she does hate him. I'm not saying she loves him romantically. Who? Carrie. Yeah. I think she does have such love and affection for him. And you have to remember, this is a woman. She just doesn't want to get married. Period. And I'm so fucking pissed at him because I feel like she's tried to be very honest about her feeling. No, I mean, like, she came to him and was like, listen, like, I, I can't do this. Like, I don't. Remember, we just talked about that. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah, now, yeah. and now he's like looking at her, and she's like, "Wait, you don't trust me?" Like what? Well, he hasn't forgiven her, right? But it's like that she thought that he had. I know, everything. but this is what happens when you coerce someone into forgiving you with tears. Uh yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> I mean, and he sounded like such a fucking baby. I will say, he was like. He's like, I want to lock this thing down. It's like, I say, I say, we got to lock this down. Go far. And Let's like, go. Lock, lock it down. I'm like, she's a human fucking being. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of felt for both of them here because I don't think he is in the wrong. Like, I do think it is okay to ask for what you want. Yeah. Which is why I appreciate that he is the one who ends it. It's almost like Trey in a way where he is saying like, okay, if you can't give this to me, Mm-hmm. I can't wait around, right? When she says mm-hmm. that's not true, it is great if that is not true, right? Like, I think there is, I think we are meant to read that at this point in the show, Carrie is not ready to get married. That 100%. it takes waiting, it takes her experiences with Berger and Petrovsky, find it, getting back together with Big, the interim years between the first, the end of the series and the first movie to make her ready to commit to someone. In mm-hmm. some ways, even in the first movie, right, she gets, she's, it's the inverse here where she loses the intimacy of what marriage is about and gets too focused on the, the wedding. Fluff, yeah. Which is, and we'll <laughs> talk about that. I kind of resent that as a plot point. Um However, it is the text of the show, and so you have to accept it. <clears throat> Excuse me. You can you take a sip of fucking Sorry. water over there? <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> I've never not seen you sipping on something. This is the one time you've been dry as hell. Um, yeah. But there's a world, right? Just because she says not that's not true, it also doesn't mean he has to wait. Absolutely. Like and, he- to feel how he feels but it's just disappointing that he hasn't really expressed to her that he doesn't trust her that this yes. is how he's feeling because it feels like her intuition that he wants to marry her to like for the wrong reason keep her as a kept woman to lock well, her look, down i've been calling this, and look i've been calling this man financially abusive for a few weeks now yeah <laughs> Um, and it's just like this just says it all to me and I don't know how people can't look at it a different way uh, you know you, they like to bring up to play devil's advocate I, you hear a lot of us stripping those floors um, I don't give a fuck well, really okay. you just hear that they really will hang their hat on stripping those they floors they really are I'm like, mm. and the fact that he is the quote unquote the victim 
in the cheating. Yeah. Um, so I think people just feel that. And I think people are very charmed by John Corbett's performance. Didn't we look it up and he's 6'6"? Mm-hmm. That did so, a little. You know, a I little think both of us were a little were like, easier on him this I think week. Both of us were like, well, you know, I wouldn't like, not I get take it. a ride. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I thought, a, I think he's doing beautiful work here. I love the look he gives her when she asks, "Who else's would I be?" Mm-hmm. Um, I appreciate the fact that it doesn't become about big and is actually just about the deficit in their relationship. And it's just one of my favorite Sex in the City scenes. I just think it's really beautiful. I think the the kind of obviousness of having her in the wedding dress, yeah, and him in a tux, it it is incredibly like cliche, like on the nose. It's not mm-hmm. cliche, but it is very on the nose. However, it does fucking work. It does work. I think they look great, and it's just like it's perfect for um, this type of scene. It's a great breakup scene. It's great, and then we're gonna get into it next week. You know who we get next week too. Who? Big. Oh, he gets back up in... Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to have a lot to say about uh, the fashion in that episode. Oh, yeah. Um, And then, of course, they go back. What did you think of her going across to the other apartment and sleeping with him? Not... I don't think they have sex, but sleeping next to him. I, I get that. I've done that. I just... I wouldn't... I but I also had nowhere else to go. Like I I, it was like really late said, at night. Hey, come over here. Like I have a bed. Like I wouldn't choose to sleep on the floor. Like, no. Yeah. I, I don't have the back for that anymore. But I do find the closing line the next day Aiden moved out kind of like guttural. It is like such a gut punch. And I love that we pick up in that next day that next day. Yeah. Like we are really right there moving the ball cock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What did you think of the fashion in this episode? Absolutely fucking crazy. I mean, just that one look. That what? What about the one with the pearls? I, I, I like that too. Chris, it was crazy. It, it was, was so fucking crazy, these looks. Can I say something though about the fashion overall in Sex and the City and why mm-hmm. I think And Just Like That is kind of lacking? And I hope that those custom designers will come on this podcast one day. I, because I do think the clothes are interesting and beautiful. There is something, and of course, Carrie's style can change as she gets older. There is something distinctly unsexy about Carrie. Very. And just like that. And almost everything Carrie wears in the original series and the two movies is sexy. Sexy in some way. There is just, even when it's not provocative, even it's, when it's not crazy high fashion, there is something like there's just too much fabric. There's too much. A lot. She's stuff. layered a lot. Yeah. She's got like a shawl and then a jacket and then an- another jacket. And it's just like a lot. That's why I really liked that Norma Kamali, like over- the blue dress, the blue and- dress, because that gave me Carrie. There's just something there's a sex appeal missing mm-hmm. for just like that. And I'm not saying that one's fashion can't grow but it feels like the show simultaneously and just like that wants to hearken back to the original show and allude to it but has missed that the quality that makes carrie's fashion always sort of interesting is the fact that she is someone who dresses to look hot yeah she does and she by the way she still looks hot yeah that's the thing sarah jessica parker is still hot um but I loved most of the fashion of the episode. The one thing I couldn't stop looking at was how many packs of hair do you think is in Sarah Jessica Parker's head? I just, she's wearing this long ponytail that is like a 
crazy amount. I, that can't all be her hair. No, of course it's not her it's hair. It's madness. I no, love it. No, it's not it. her hair. It's insane. It's I love it, but it is crazy. Mm-hmm. The that long extension she's got on. Yeah. And in terms of the men, we had Aiden, Richard, JJ, and Pat. Now I'm kind of fuzzy. Who's Pat? Oh, <laughs> Pat. Ah, ah. T for two and two for oh. three. <laughs> It's like, who the fuck is Pat? Yeah. Well, um, I'm going with cut. JJ. I am too. Jonesy, just the constant, see you later, Jonesy. Yeah. Suck my dick, Jonesy. I'm like, okay. <laughs> oh, I'd like you sucking my dick, or I'd like you to show you my member. Yeah. He's out of control. Get JJ on and just like that, please. 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 What would you give this out of 10? I would give it like a six and a half, seven. What? Is that too high? This that's too low. This is a nine and a half for me. What? I had a lot of laughs in the tap class. Okay. Then we got JJ. Mm. Miranda could have given me a little bit more in her personal storyline, but I really appreciated her um that whole scene at the bridal, the whole bridal scene. Okay. Money. Money. Um, so this is like a nine. I'm gonna give this a nine out of ten. Wow, I'm sure. I and I would watch this episode a million more times, and I cried. Okay, I laughed and by the Mamma Mia test. I laughed, I cried, I was aroused. The trifecta. What more do you want out of television? Yeah, well. nothing. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. We hope you'll join us again next week when we discuss season four, episode sixteen, Ring a Ding Ding, otherwise known mm. as. Harry terrorizing Charlotte. Oh. 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 One of us is going to have to take the devil's advocate on that one and try to defend Carrie's behavior. Okay. Just for the sake of conversation. Yeah. All right. And then make sure you subscribe, rate, and review shortcomings wherever you listen to podcasts and follow us online. I'm at CLewis1219 on Instagram. Sam, where are you? I'm at Bravo Historian on Instagram and I'm at Take Your Soul Loft on Twitter. All right. Bye. Bye. A Huda Media Production.